exciting news uh in the brooksy household made a big purchase this week nice uh we have entered the cycling world brooksy and i are going to be professional cyclists Uh, we bought you get the the double bikes where you go together yes we got a 10 no we did not do that uh (laughs) buy a bicycle bill for two we bought cheater bikes electric bikes oh boy this is the greatest thing ever. I talked about it when I was on my New York trip. It inspired me. When you go up a hill, you just hit your cheater button and vroom, you're like Batman, like right up the hill. You don't even have to work. So Brooksy and I did like 40 kilometers. We almost came up to Stoss House the other day. We made it all the way to East Willemberry. And wow, really? I, I didn't even break a sweat. You should have just Brooksy, yelled up the hill to me. Brooksy likes to pedal on the no pedal assist to get a workout. <laughs> But I like to put it on the max pedal assist so I get no workout whatsoever. <laughs> so basically, these bikes, uh, they make it too easy for yourself to call yourself an athlete, but they're not right. motorcycle enough for you to be cool. Yeah. Correct. So I am but they're just as dangerous. I am now a non-athletic nerd. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's fantastic. Sometimes you pass people on the normal bikes and you're like, hey, and you go buy them. Usually, I only pass people like little kids. But either way, I, I still trash talk them when they go by. Because I've realized I've never had a bell before on my bike. You have to have the bell when you're on the paths, right? To yeah. signal people. And I've realized the bell is kind of an obnoxious, like, uh, it's kind of like a horn. But it's like a yeah. nicer sound. It's basically saying, I'm faster than you, you slow ass mofo. And I'm coming by right now. And I realize that people, as you go by them, they don't like it. They're just kind of give you a look like, oh, you're passing me. So now I've started to trash people as I go by. I'm like, on the left, loser. Now, <laughs> you're not afraid of your battery running out and those people catching up to you when you're walking along the side of your bike. After. That will inevitably happen at some point. Oh, yeah. But this is there, now, this, the, what's the hip hop track? Move. You have to wait. That's what you should play. On the way. <laughs> I should get that in my belt instead of, instead of my belt. Anyways, rekindled our uh, rekindled our romance. No, it was already kindled our romance, but now it's double kindled it. Double kindled. Because now we have things to do. We go biking together. I'm not that's at all a fire, fired, buddy. At home. Yeah, Jimmy, a, that's gonna cut into your uh, golfy time. Or is it a brilliant plot to actually get more golfing in? Because oh. I, well, we might go on the little bike trips all the time, and then I'll say, "Honey, we went on like three bike trips this week. I'm gonna play 54 holes today." Boom. <laughs> Very well now, are, are you gonna get a little uh, thing where you can attach the golf clubs to the back of the bike, so you can instead of we are literally looking out. at a little uh, attachment at the back to bring the dogs. 
you know, like the thing that people have the kids, but we're going to bring right. little, uh, little disabled <laughs> Hugo on the, or disabled Willow. And Hugo's not disabled thing. yet. Yes. <laughs> is that a cool puffy? Is that in your little cool spectrum since you seem to have? Yeah. If I'm I am cool. the, if I am the guy on the electric bike, no. bringing the dogs behind in the carriage, is that? If you're out by East Gloomberry and I'm at my in-laws, I'm going to throw something at you as I drive. <laughs> right in the spokes. Right in the spokes and send you flying. Like, a, like rocks? You're going to stone me to death? <laughs> Horrible. Bob Weeks That's is hilarious. Anyway, very exciting. Um, uh, what else? Oh, I have a quick edition of Dreams. Dreams. Last night, uh, this is a this is a fresh one. Um, I was uh, we were doing a panel somewhere, Puffy. I believe it was the draft because I was having a draft conversation with somebody last night, and the draft ended, and the panel was dispersing, and into the arena came people for a concert, and uh, everybody left. But you and I decided to stay. It was a Janet Jackson concert. I know uh, Lester Lester loves Janet Jackson, and uh, so yeah, I haven't thought about Janet. Oh. You know what? She was presenting an award somewhere the other night. I saw her she on TV. She presented the, uh, the, why she... the uh, Lifetime Achievement Award to Mary J. Blige. Yes. So that, wow. exactly. That's why she was in my head. What what show was that? The show was that? The, I want to say Billboard, Billboard Awards. Music Awards? Yes. Okay. Okay, so Janet Jackson was in my head. Uh, Puffy was in my head. You, you two clearly, again, were not in my head. And uh, so Puffy and I, I stayed for the... golfed with the other two. <laughs> we, we stayed for the Janet Jackson concert and... The crowd is not getting into it. There's mostly children in the crowd in my dream. And everybody's kind of sitting on their hands and I can tell Janet's getting frustrated. And Puffy and I are dancing in the aisles, just, just like this actually. And uh, then we decide, let's just go to the front. <laughs> That's why she's frustrated. Oh just two grown men dancing together with the children. <laughs> yeah. So then we, so we go to the front and Janet is really happy because we're the only ones into it. So she starts addressing, talking to you and me personally. Ooh, nice. Nice. And then she gets angry uh, at the crowd, so she cancels the show. And she says to uh, uh, Puffy and I, let's go to the club. Boom. Wow. This is an amazing uh, dream. The one part I left out, and I don't know where this fit into it. Uh, this was the terrifying part. You know sometimes in the movies or the TV shows, like somebody's on stage, and they look out into the crowd, and, you know, there's one person, maybe like their stalker or something that they're, the, the light kind of is shining on and they can focus yeah. on them. Mm-hmm. So when we're up on the stage with Janet doing our dance, uh, I look out into the crowd and, you know, you can see people, but the focus is like light, an aura of light coming down on one person in the crowd. And it's Angel of Death, Bob Weeks. Which no is a way. Terrifying look on his face. And he has the needle. He's squeezing. They didn't have the needle. I would, I would, I would make that up. But no, he was just standing there in like a Footjoy golf shirt, just looking evil. Him. So uh, that was That's it. Hilarious. That was my uh, Janet Jackson dream last so night. We went backstage though. That's pretty good night for us. No, we were going to the club. We we're going clubbing with Janet. Oh, clubbing. Yeah, nice. we were, we were done. I, that the dream ended then, so I didn't get to see how it, you know, any of the fun stuff. But I uh, wanted to share that with you. Uh, one other thing before we get into stuff's uh, stuff. Uh, you know how we've talked about how your phone uh, is like spying on you? Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. And I, I, I've i never uh, figured this out, but two instances, like 
Brooksy, uh, when we started to look at electric bikes, all she started to get with ads for electric bikes. Obviously, that's obvious, right? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Hugo has this issue, my other dog, where he's been licking his paws and like biting his paws a lot, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we have been talking about this, just talking about this, Brooksy and I. Yeah. I have not done any searches on, you know, licking paws, mm -hmm. anything like that. Just talking about it. Yeah. So I go on the TikTok the other day, and the first thing that pops up is like this ad, and it's like, is your dog licking and biting his paws? Oh, wow. And so now yeah. every time I go on the TikTok, I get this ad for, so it was the TikTok listening to me? Well, not the TikTok, it's your phone, and then they sell that information to all these things. Not you, you're That's telling me. for years. I can't believe it actually happens, though. No, no, it but does. buddy, I had this happen a long time ago where me and Nicole were discussing something, never searched it, and then it started popping there up. There it is. Look at Third thing on TikTok. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, well, that's why they say you should turn off your microphone. Really? They should turn off your mic? Turn off your microphone, yeah. I don't even know if you can actually turn it off for that extent, though. And it's like a different ad every single time about dogs itching themselves and biting their things and telling me it's... Is that a bad thing? Because you really do want to know what's going on. I suppose it's not the worst, but it just kind of freaked me well, out. No, because... but it's pushing you to a certain solution. It doesn't mean that that's the best thing for well, you. Well, wait a second. You're telling me that the, my my phone is listening to what I'm saying, and then obviously, then who in there is selling my information to the TikTok or the ad company that's sending me the ad? How's that it's work? An algorithm. What kind of phone you got? Apple. Apple is doing that to me. Yeah. I mean, I could see Zuckerberg and, and you, doing that, but I didn't every think... time you purchased an Apple phone and you wanted to skim past everything, including the uh, license agreement, that's what you're signing up for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a very good point. Wow, not that uh, I know it's not on your uh, on on your uh, emissive uh, stock, but uh, Elon Musk is uh, seems to be backing out of this Twitter deal. Do you guys see what's going on there? Well, when we yeah, talk so about yeah. I, I thought he was going to buy Facebook and Co he said he was going to buy Coca Cola and put the cocaine back in. Really? Wow. Clown. That was one he's of his a, tweets right after he he's a clown. bought Twitter. Clown. Um, I, I told you, I don't like that guy. He's a clown who invented an electric car and makes rockets go up. That's all he is. Now, if he invented an electric bike, that'd be a whole different story. Yeah, well, then, I, <laughs> then, then I'd have the utmost respect. One that said, what's the line I got to use when you pass people? If Elon could invent an electric bike that says, what does it say, Lester, when I go past people? Move! Get out the way! Yeah, if he invented that. Then, then we have something. Um, all right, Stoff, you had some... Uh, I don't know who does that song, by the way. I should probably credit that. Ludacris. That is Ludacris. Yeah, Featuring I-20, I believe. I don't think it's that... that uh, I just asked a question. You have to call me Ludacris. The rapper, Lester, not the notion. Oh. Um, uh, what, we had a big update on the uh, landing the plane hypothetical. Correct. Is that uh, things that Huge. I saw on tw Twitter uh, wow. stuff, or what is it? If, yes. Is it the, is, is it the week that was? Weekend. Is it? Uh, it, it it's all of the above. It's able. Yeah, it okay. okay. Is it breaking news? It's breaking news. It's rubber is boots it, reacts. Is uh, it uh, dear serious Lester? Yeah. Is it? it, it uh, it's our fandom segment. Dictionary. Oh, What's yeah. urban? Is it Urban Dictionary? <laughs> urban Dictionary. Fandom segment. Puckpedia.com. I, uh, I drink coffee. Untuck it. Where's that shirt anyway? Oh, listen, <laughs> either <laughs> Bob McKenzie shirt, has an extensive collection of shirts, or no one got one. Yeah, we not get. Either way, we're huge right. in Pittsburgh, thanks to them. Where the f is my untucked shirt? I ordered it months ago. 
I wanted it for the show in Atlantic City And now I feel s**t Where the f**k's my untucked shirt? Alrighty, so uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of letting you go with oh, that stuff Well, I didn't know, you brought it up, I didn't know when to take over here Okay, so uh, tons of people sending this in on social media uh, all of our listeners thought of it, obviously, since Puffy brought up the hypothetical a couple of weeks ago, asking if we were if we had to li- land a plane for was it five five hundred million five hundred million dollars? Yes, I want to get the amount wrong. Half a billion dollars, uh, one day worth of training, and then at, just as it happens, uh, we put that out into the universe, and some guy had to land a plane. Now a much smaller plane. It was uh, yes. there was only two passengers mm-hmm. on the pilot. Uh, the pilot became incoherent, um, at which point this guy pulled him out of the seat and uh, got in the seat. He uh, radioed in. I got a serious situation here. My pilot has gone incoherent. Uh, he added that he was 9,000 feet up in the air. So I guess he kind of knew what he was doing. But then he said he had no idea how to fly, fly the plane. Uh, the air traffic controller talked him through it, uh, told him to level the wings, uh, push forward and such, descending at a slow rate. So he actually manages to land this thing at Palm Beach International Airport. Uh, so he had to do more than what, way more than our scenario. Yes. Yeah, our scenario was you got a bit of training in a simulator. This is you're just dropped into that seat and you. And mm-hmm. he, by all accounts, likely had to turn and navigate his way to this particular airport or whatever, right? Like Somewhat, it wasn't yeah, like it wasn't just they were already straight on with the. Yeah, uh, I think it's given me, if nothing else, the story has given me confidence that we could land the. The 767 oh, yeah. or whatever. Training, no problem. Yeah, like this guy had Foot not training. Been. Let's get talked through. I might have to drop the number to like 25K. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you going to say $25. <laughs> Seems pretty easy. I'll give you $25. Now, so <laughs> this was all from an initial report. Uh, I saw an interview with this guy that he did uh, a couple days ago, uh, or a couple days later, rather, and... There he so in the first one he was kind of like oh I had no idea what I was doing blah 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 in the second one he was a lot more confident he's like just common sense I guess I from being on planes I knew if I yanked it too hard the plane would stall which I don't know if that's common sense I don't yeah know if I you, would not know if that. you knew that too much of an incline would stall the plane I don't think that's common sense no um, I also knew that the rate we were going we we're probably going too fast and would rip the wings off the plane again. You say you have no idea what you're doing, yet you know these things. Well, let's think about this. If you're so on, I'm starting. I'm starting yeah. to think this guy literally maybe did a this. bit of a fraud. And they, well, when they booked him for the interview, I think he went and did some research as to hey, how, what actually what happened and that's filled in some of the blanks for himself. Where in the real hero here was probably the air traffic controller who talked him through this entire thing, sure. and now or, he's trying to make it seem like or so to or or is it the opposite that he. Kind of pretended he didn't know anything up there when he did know. Like, is this a guy, by the way, like, is this a rich guy flying with a pilot? So he's been well, on these little planes like all a the time. Plane. Okay, so has he been yeah. on these? If you've been on these planes a bunch of times before, you're, you know, you're probably sitting up by the pilot. You're probably at least seen, you know, you've looked. Yeah. It's not like a passenger like us back in, back in 24C, right? Yeah. Where you're up there looking at all, like, I've, when we were out in uh, in BC for a wedding in in September, we flew a little prop plane back to the to the shore, and uh, that was like my remember the follow up to my Uber ride. We could, the ferry got canceled, so I had yeah. to book yes, book, yes, book yes. a little plane to get us back. And uh, 
I sat in the cockpit there, and so I was watching the guy and learning stuff, and that was that was a 10-minute flight. So if this guy's been on these planes before, I'm sure you picked up something. So I wonder, is he being more, did he actually know more than he's leading, leading on and is playing the hero? Or like you say, did he do the research afterwards to look like he knows more? I don't know which. Either way, I think there's I, some... I think the former, but yeah. either way, uh, there was one other part in the follow-up that I found interesting. He said that at uh, one point he contemplated his wife, uh, calling his wife uh, to say goodbye because he didn't know if he'd make it. Yeah. I just found it funny that he elected not to. <laughs> like, it crossed your mind. My life's going to end. And you're like, nah, whatever. We'll, we'll play well, it. You know what? Honestly, uh, I think in that situation, if I was him... You have to commit to, to land on the damn plane, and that's it. You know, so um, to me, now, uh, you have you have three other people's lives in, lives in your hands because you're there. You got the tra- air traffic controller. Two other people, I believe. Talking oh, yes. through it. Two, well, wasn't there the pilot and then two other people? The pilot and two passengers. He was one of the passengers, I believe. Right, so there's, there's only three people to, on the plane. Yeah, so he was responsible for the three people. Or he's yeah. one of the three people. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So either way, of these other two people you're you're responsible for. I mean, I I mean, as much as I I understand where you where he was going, yeah, I think I think you got to stick with, got to believe that you're going to be able to land a plane. You're going to see your wife. That's it. If I uh, if I call Brooksy, a she wouldn't answer, and <laughs> and b I would try to leave like the sentimental voicemail that would get played on Dateline after, you know. And, uh, really acting. Her yeah. voicemail uh, is not been. She never bothered to actually initiate voicemail on the phone oh. she's had for twenty years. So I really? wouldn't even be able to leave the voicemail, which would totally Don't ruin you find the, that the Dateline episode. Yeah, so, Don't you find that? Oh yes. man! On yes. Dateline, they'll just show the missed call on her phone. That's My girlfriend right. does the same thing. She's like, she doesn't. She never checks her voicemail. Why do you have it then? Wait, we haven't talked about her much. Let's let's hear more. Ooh, yes, dive into that. She's a very nice lady. Leave her that. Let's leave her that. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> smart, smart move. Where did you meet? Rams. <laughs> was it was it at a show? Was or it did, at a concert? Did she like the sound? Saying. Did she like the sounds coming from your sax? Well, she's 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 very appreciative of, uh, and supportive of my musicianship. So yes. Do you ever play just for her alone on like a Saturday night? What? Hey, just once. Once I've done the first, first date, right? No, every no, every musician every musician pulls that on the first date. Come on. <laughs> even 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 Mark Ward does. Yeah, exactly. And he's not her, a, okay. So, so she does listen to the podcast. So I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to shout. Oh, out to Stephanie. she listens to her birthday a couple oh, days ago. So now we got a name, happy Stephanie. Birthday. Happy yes. birthday, yes. Stephanie. I didn't mean to happy pry into your relationship. It just Lester. That's all right. It's all right. Uh, unlike uh, myself, you know, Brooksy and I are an open book. Lester loves to keep his stuff personal and we just wanted to bring it out for the world because I think the world wants to know. There you go. There you go. Stephanie, happy birthday, Steph. All the best. Maybe if uh, we'll meet someday if uh, Lester determines that we're good enough friends to actually meet his girlfriend. (laughs) Well, you know what? When we go golfing after that, we're the clubhouse after After that. After the round. Right? (laughs) I tell you what, here's your option. I will take you golfing but you either can bring Stephanie or Stoff, and there's no. This is the only one time it happens, because you know Puffy's the second member of the group. I have to come. Oh, rule. Well, I'll tell you what. You know what? I'll take it, myself out just to see if this happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'll now put the Fox ball right back in, in Jimmy's corner. court. <laughs> Damn it! Well, you know what? You know what I do. I mean, this is no no disrespect to Stephanie, but I'd have to bring Stoff because Stoff could ruin us all. 
If he gets mad, look again. You can manipulate True. anything I say on the on the podcast. In the end, he we he wields all the power. He single handedly got us all kicked out of the Gold Bar League in one fell swoop. That's well done. Uh, okay, so we it was several swoops to be fair. <laughs> There's a lot of swoops. Uh, what else you got on the on the Twitter the Twitter segment? Uh, well, we have the uh, hey, arm, arm penis, penis man. The arm for penis our man. rubber boots. Lester was pretty much on time that time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I think his uh, his delay is not that bad this week. I, yeah. fixed, I, fixed uh, this I think Stephanie cured his delay. If you know what I'm saying, <laughs> I don't know what I I don't know what that means, but I think this she did. Be... She fixed it. Stephanie went in and fixed his delay. delay. She got him back on time, back in sync. I'm talking of, I'm talking about sex now. Jesus. I didn't get where you were going. Well, this there. is this is now going to be the next three episodes of the podcast. I feel. Oh, um, we shouldn't have given. I don't. I don't even know how to transition from that to the guy with the arm penis. So I'm just gonna go. Uh, I'm not gonna get into the uh, two graphic uh, notions of the story. Basically, uh, about six years ago. This guy's penis turned black and then fell off, um, which oh. sounds extremely painful. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if it was due to overactivity, puppy. Oh, but uh, you might want to contact him. Uh, anyway, uh, he was upset about losing his penis, so doctors came up with a solution where they would, um, using the, I guess, skin and cartilage on his hand, they would grow him a penis on his forearm and then transplant it to where the actual penis would go. But this is the this is so not true. This is the dumbest thing ever. This has not happened in real life. This has got to be the onion or something. Uh, I don't know. This is this was on several it's, UK news. How stations. do you but how do you grow so a penis on an arm? Okay, so hold on. Let, let me just people get through would be this doing that we, all the yeah. time. Puffy have well, like seven. He looked like <laughs> what's what's the Medu- <laughs> who's ready to party? He looked like Medusa with the snakes. I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> who's the villain? Of, who's, the, who's the villain on Spider Man? There, Octo, 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 Octo. That's the title. That's the title. Come on, man. Oh yeah. Pornhub yeah. is writing now. They got their they got their head writer out now. Gonna need a big budget, boys. You know very well that that subgenre would probably do well. It's, oh, disturb- yeah. it's disturbing oh, as God. our society is. Anyway, so they tell him, "We'll grow this penis on your arm and then transplant it." Now, during the transplant, something goes wrong. Of course. And they 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 can't do it. And they also, they don't remove the penis off his arm. So now, uh, so basically they're like, there was swelling or something. (laughs) They had to wait for it to go down. They had to find a solution. (laughs) So they asked him to wait. So he waited for about four years. And then the pandemic happened. So this kept getting moved back more and more. And he's now finally scheduled to get the uh, penis removed from his arm and put where it belongs. However... I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the pictures in the story. There's literally a picture where he has his arm extended, and then there's a pixelated area hanging yes. from. I did not from look at his that. arm. It I just looks a... hilarious. And my you thing can't is, can't see that, can you? No, That's no, hilarious. but 
Uh, we can, I guess, tweet that out. Um, it's just like, I understand wanting it back, but if the result of it is you're going to walk around with a penis hanging from your elbow for the next six years, is it worth it? No. Like, don't you just have to wear long sleeves at all times? Like, do you want to be going through that explanation every time? Yeah, and say you get aroused. <laughs> you start elbowing the guy next to you involuntarily. <laughs> That's gonna be awkward. Yeah, these uh, photos are quite something. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's like I get it. It's a you know tragic thing, but look, it seems a little far fetched. But we we just did a story. I mean, we're gonna touch on it later. But I mean, these there's guys out there that are getting their height, getting their height extended. So yeah, you know. Well, I feel I I feel awful for this guy that that happened to him. That would be like Mm -hmm. just just a horrific thing for have happened but it's just wow okay all right let's uh let's 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 move past all right octo it is uh moving on to this this chart i came across uh um basically talking about how people have met uh so they're comparing two uh different years i believe it's 1995 and 2017 and it basically in the way that relationships are formed and this is for couples that have met and stayed together. And so the options were um, online, bar, friends, school, work, family, church, stuff like that. Uh, So the changes, the most drastic one, obviously, was in 1995, 2% of people said they've uh, tried online dating or that they met someone online. That's at 39% now. So it went from the least least to the most. In 1995, like the internet that's kinda, was based barely a lot. Like, yeah, like, was yeah. who was like, dating on dial-up? I know. Yeah, <laughs> like, I like, that, like the think about the patience that takes because you obviously want to see the person before, but yeah. back then, like you turn on your computer and wait for a picture to load the entire day. Like, yeah, yeah. that's a commitment. It was like Kevin yeah, Costner in No Way Out. Remember when he was Yuri and they had to wait yes. for the photo for like uh, that's a great six movie. hours. I love that movie. Very oh good God. movie. So the uh, so that went up drastically uh, the most common way apparently now I'll point out this is a survey of only like 1500 people so I'm sure the sample size matters a bit uh, the the only other incline was bar slash restaurant went from 19 to 27 percent so oh nice uh, just quickly how how did we uh, how did you all meet your significant others this is in one line uh, puffy bar lost off. <laughs> Uh, through through a friend, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I was lying outside a bar, lying in line for a bar. Uh, Brooksy asked me to borrow my my gloves. Uh, wow. And uh, so you were smooth. part of nineteen percent. And Stephanie, online, better online. Oh, part of the during the pandemic though. Thirty nine. Better online, and now we're. I got nothing. I got nothing. Edits? Am I gonna do? Um, okay, so friends declined from 33 to 20%, and work, school, and family all declined as well. Uh, I mean, oh, I guess this makes sense. Uh, like, I remember, and this is more in the mid-2000s, like, I've never done any online dating, and I still remember in the mid-2000s, when I worked in an office, there was a lady who was on a site called Plenty of Fish, and I think yes. that was, like, one of the first dating yeah. ones. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I do remember, like, she was even somewhat embarrassed by it. 
Because I think yes. the, for the longest time, the stigma was like, that, that's last resort or whatever. Yeah. Right. And it's just funny. You lead, you, we get to a point now, and I guess it just kind of shows you what. I mean, I almost think now it seems like the most co- like people. It is like, the most common. It, it does make some sense, like, too, because you're meeting new people. And it's, in a lot of ways, it does make more sense. But it just shows you like how as a society in the beginning, you can think of something as, you know, that this is like a desperate last resort. And then in reality, it just becomes something super common. And obviously, there's nothing wrong with it. I, I know Brooksy and I have had a lot of success on KeyParties.net, which is... Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you meet, you just meet so many, you meet so many interesting folks, so many interesting share your couples. common interests. If you yeah. haven't uh, locked that domain down, do so immediately. <laughs> yes, that's pretty funny. That's good. Someone's going to. Hey, uh, Stoff, uh, only because uh, Jimmy has some commitments today. Uh, oh, to, should oh. we get to, to listener mail or you can pick maybe one of the last three. Uh, okay, well, if we're only going to pick one, it's got to be the Willow one. Of course. Yeah. Big, big news so in the household. Breaking news. Breaking news. That was, it was very exciting. Yeah, Willow, uh, Willow, who, uh, as you may uh, know from listening to the podcast, is having had all sorts of problems and was to the point where we thought we might lose her back in March, I think, uh, where she was basically almost non, non-moving, immovable, non-functional. Uh, she's now that the spring has sprung, I've been trying to get her outside. First, I started carrying her most of the way like a football. And then started putting her down for like 10 yards at a time and then 20 yards at a time. And now Willow daily walks is getting up to like 50 yards at a time. And I took a little nice. video of her running along the trails looking spry and happy. Awesome so it's one of the comebacks of the year. I, I, I said in the post is she's my nominee for the Masterton Trophy. I think she's oh, uh, sensational. So let's hear it for Willow who had her walk this morning. And as you can see, uh, Woo! the other the other bonus is it tucks her out for the rest of the day. So she forgets to pee all over the floor. Do you think there's any chance she's been faking or has just been incredibly lazy? Yes, I think <laughs> both of those are very realistic. She's actually perfectly fine. <laughs> um, do you want to get to listener mail? Listener uh, mail? Yeah, I had a hypothetical, but we can... Oh, fuck! Throw it out there! Oh, Come on, why not? Come on. We love oh, hypotheticals. All right. We love it. So, st- Stoffy's hypothetical here. Stoffy's and this, I have, this one's for Lester and Puff more so because... Oh, uh, thanks. Jimmy... Well, well, you Jimmy say you loves don't have the Ottawa move. Senators. He First kicked out, of the, kicked out of the Platinum League and now slowly getting me out of each and every segment. Just facing you <laughs> wow. out of the segments. Uh, okay, well, you tell me what, what version of this would work for you after I present it to these guys. We'll start with Puff. The Leafs are in the cup final. They're down 3-2 to two in Game 7. Yes. You bet five grand on the game going over six and a half goals. Mm-hmm. In the dying seconds of the third, what do you root for? I I would five grand. I would I would root for the least. No, make it fifty. Would, make it fifty. Stop. Fifty. I would. I would. I would. Uh, I was saying at work the other day. Fifty grand. I'm I'm rooting for overtime. The the other day though, I said I should bet a million dollars on Tampa to win Game Seven, and then that way I would be happy either way. Would you? And, <laughs> would you be happy down a million bucks just because the Leafs made it to the second round? <laughs> no, I mean, imagine they get swept the next round. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; it would be a tough conversation with Tanya. <laughs> But she would have been thrilled when she came home from the game after the disappointing loss to know that we we're a million dollars richer. Yeah, that would be good. Mm. Imagine uh, let, I did that the whole 18 years. 
I would love the Leafs. I'd be, they'd be like, I'd love them more if they won nine cups in that stand. They've made me a rich man. I mean, Lester's been spoiled because in his lifetime, he's seen a lot of Habs Cups. But well, I'm going to put the same number, 50000 for you, Game 7 of the Cup Final. Yeah, listen, $50,000 is a lot of bread. Um, I would like to tell you that I have the integrity and I would take the cup. But, yeah, I want it to go to overtime for sure. What about there 10? Go, yeah. What about 10? 10K? $10,000? Yeah. Uh, I can, I can like, that's like I Tim Hortons money. You guys are take the cup. Nuts, take the cup. Man. Oh, you taking the cup. cup at ten grand? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're not guaranteed to win the cup, mind you, but it's what you're rooting for. I'll tell you guys right now. In the same situation, uh, like my cutoff's five hundred bucks. I'll pay five hundred really? bucks for a Leaf Stanley Cup. I'm not paying a grand. If I have a grand on the line, no way, man. Okay, so what about the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl? Yeah, we just won. <laughs> <laughs> Two hundred dollars. Two hundred. Uh, no, no. Two uh, up to five hundred. Same thing. Five oh uh, four ninety nine. <laughs> four ninety nine. I want the Eagles to win. But five hundred dollars, you're all sending. But wait, no, five, right. five is my five is my max. I guess. But yeah. would you pay five hundred dollars to get a uh, center field seat for the Super Bowl to watch your Eagles win? Uh. Yeah, probably. Of course. I don't yeah. know if that all makes sense together, I but don't whatever. Think the math makes sense. <laughs> no, but, uh, you might see them. You'd pay five hundred to see them lose. <laughs> <laughs> why would? I, why am I paying to see them lose though? I'm not betting. Well, they could lose. Scenario. No, but oh, they, they could, could lose. Of course. Yeah, yeah sure. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's go also there. going. To, that's going to a Super Bowl. And I'm saying five hundred. I guess is my cutoff. So yeah, mm. I don't. I wouldn't no, play I'm a just... grant to go. Would to you Super use the five hundred dollars that you got for betting on them to lose to buy the ticket? Going to the game to know that they would lose. No, that's, that's stupid. <laughs> so dumb. That's so stupid. I don't know. Man, I, I knew that. Sorry, I'm trying to do a little quantum leap. No, no, leap I there. would. I would. Sorry, I would. I would 100 percent do that because then if I'm doing it knowing they'll lose, I obviously hedge my bet and I put like 10 grand on the other team to win. Okay. Hold okay, on, right. you know that. Hold on, the best is you know they're gonna lose, and you only put 10 grand. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I don't know how it's good like, I am. I don't careful. know how good my intel is. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get to let's get to listener mail. Oh no, no, Jimmy, you got to answer for yourself. Yeah, oh. Jimmy. So uh, Rory for... McIlroy is about to win. No, for me it would be Jordan Spieth. He's about to do. Okay, Jordan Spieth, the like the year Grand Slam wins every single major with the last one, but you got someone else winning at the end, and this is for like Gucci says any bag that Brooksy would ever want, we will give it to you as long as he misses. Yeah, no, I'm taking the bag, the bag of the month. The bag of the month. I'm taking the bag right there because I got I'm buying like years of goodwill from Brooksy and I love Jordan mm. Spieth, but not but not that much. And the Niners, I mean I'm like I'm like the Niners they've won like five Super Bowls in my lifetime, so I'm kind of mm. spoiled. I would love to see another one, but I don't I would I would give up to 5K, I'd give to watch the Niners win the Super Bowl. Over 5K, I want the money. You know what I'm saying? On the on the same scenario as the bet. 5K. Right, so right. 5K is your, your walkaway number? 5K is my walkaway number. But I wouldn't write a check for 5K to wait, see wait the Niners win. So that doesn't this. make any sense, really. I don't know. All right. Listen to the mail. Listen to the mail. Thank you for listening. Reminder, you can interact with us on Instagram, on Twitter, at Rubber Boots Pod. 
also in the YouTube comments, and of course in the premiere chat. Always popping. All right, so we got Yura Tapiainen, who dedicates Slayer's Angel of Death to uh, Bob Weeks for obvious reasons. Very fitting song there. Uh, Are you gonna play a little bit? You gonna play a little bit of it right oh, now, or is that a it's violation? Right. It's, it's just been playing. Yeah, oh, oh, of course, there it is. There it is. I can classic. Just the way I bring it in and out, it's so smooth. You don't even notice. That's do right. You? Notice. Uh, regarding birds aren't real, uh, Snackbites Pete tweeted in a photo of a van that says birds aren't real, uh, and he wrote they're mobilizing. So basically, now there's vans out there spreading. Now, does Snackbites Pete? Actually, take that picture himself, or did it's he? Snack uh, bites Pete. Snack <laughs> bites Pete. Did Snake bites Pete take the picture of the van himself, or just grab it off the interweb? Uh, I think he quote retweeted whoever grabbed it. Oh, okay. Actually, okay. The picture, so. okay, fair enough. Yeah. Don't don't uh, don't talk bad about Snack here. Uh, we got uh, Andrew Arsenal co commenting on your smoothie problems. Uh, there's a first world problem. My dates aren't pitted in my smoothie. I think he's wrong there. It's not a problem. It's a crisis. <laughs> first world in crisis. Someone's got to pit those damn dates. Uh, Lester's furnace was a major hit. Uh, CXNC4 said, keep the furnace on. Uh, I told them there's Furnace merch coming soon, so we'll work on that. <laughs> furnace merch. <laughs> uh, Andrew Arsenal asked if you were getting a new house built or what. Andrew nope. the Ritter said he thought there was a plane taking off. So, <laughs> oh my god, a couple interesting takes. <laughs> Sorry, uh, guys. In the chat, at one point, Chewy Louie uh, typed, "They stink so bad." I'm hoping that he's referring to our chat on the paper mills and not <laughs> yes. the podcast itself. <laughs> yes, yeah. um, could be both. But yeah, uh, paper mills do stink. Uh, quite a few people writing that in. Uh, regarding our heightening conversation, Eric Tuktu uh, wrote, I'm pushing 5'8". Uh, he seemed pretty satisfied with that. Neil Corley writes in, I always say that you quit growing once you reach perfection. I reached it at 5'7". Love it. Nice. Accurate. Uh, Jimmy was talking about getting the heightening procedure in order to help his golf swing. Might not work as Tyler Harrington wrote, I'm six foot one, and it hasn't helped my golf swing. And then Andrew Arsenal says, "I'm six foot three, hasn't helped me either." Oh, Arsenal's a tall. Arsenal's a tall guy. guy. Yeah. I think I've only yeah. seen him in a seated position before. A tall drink of water. He is. Mm. Yes. <laughs> uh, awkward looking off. The, you're like he is. Mm. <laughs> he sure is dreamy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Andrew. I wonder. Imagine a six foot three Andrew Arsenal with a penis on each arm. <laughs> there really would be no stopping him at that, that point. Yeah, that he, would, he would just win the uh, Platinum League by default. Fix um, bricks. Uh, a couple of uh, actually, sorry, Chewy Luby was a little concerned with some odd on screen behavior from Puffy. Mm. Uh, he wrote, "What's Puff, Puffy? What's going on with Puffy there?" He was masturbating. He was he was masturbating. <laughs> I did. I caught. I caught it as well. <laughs> More than likely, the pod had ran long. <laughs> At around the fifty-one minute mark, Puffy is seen wielding a knife and then oh, yeah. licking his fingers shortly after. That's called uh, in, that's ro role play for myself. Okay. <laughs> well, Max Catafoni tried to shoot you some bail and said he's probably filling up a Kong. Nicely with peanut done. butter for Welly. Yeah, oh, good. But well, then he followed up, doing. or maybe it was for himself for later. 
also for the role play. So, peanut butter, very crucial for the role play. Uh, Eric Tuktu also writing in, great fun as always, Chow from Montreal. So, I just want to point nice. out how spread out our fan base is. Yeah. Finland and Montreal. Montreal. Mont- Finland, Montreal. <laughs> There's a guy in Wales listening. So, yeah. shout out to Baz. Uh, now, we did get a DM on Instagram for a potential sponsorship. Ooh. So uh, someone wrote, uh, Hi, I'm a promoter at Team Liberta Brillare, and we think you'd be perfect to promote our carbon neutral jewelry. So carbon <laughs> neutral jewelry. Um, please DM us and get back to us. Be very quick due to the high demand. There's only four spaces left. Oh, wow. we better we better so, grab one of those, baby. How do you guys feel about promoting uh, carbon neutral jewelry? We're in. It sounds illegal. I think we're in. It sounds fantastic. Well, we're in. We'll do it. Right up our, we'll whatever we can do to a uh, board to, meeting adjourned. I think you should follow up just uh, just for the exercise for the sake of the podcast to do it because who cares? We're not. I've. I get all these things all the time on Instagram, and they all say the same thing. You would be we've we've been following your feed, and you'd be perfect for this. And, and they're all things of which I would be absolutely not perfect for. And uh, <laughs> hold on, I'm gonna reply right now. A couple of them I got Jeff Dykeman, our our guy, to follow up on just to see. And yeah. usually it's like, uh, yeah, if you do nine posts, we'll send you twenty five dollars. You guys mean, where, where's that money? Yeah, right. yeah exactly. Where's our seven fifty each? <laughs> Jimmy's been collecting all these. Wow. Uh, hey, uh, you can wrap it up here. You know, you were very close. Yeah. I said, "Stop!" You did that math very well, but it's actually seven twenty-five. Oh. No, that would be twenty-eight. That would be thirty dollars. No, I'm not even right. It would be six <laughs> six twenty-five. Six twenty-five. Where's our seven fifty? Oh, there we go. Okay, <laughs> so what, what am I replying to this lady? I just say, yeah, oh, hold we're on. In. So she sent say, us this on Just Sunday. say, we're However, in. She wrote the exact same message on April 29th. <laughs> Is there still four and spots? Then on June 11th of last year. These guys no. are pursuing us. We're <laughs> going to be able to get yeah, some. Just, say, just, to, just come back with two words. We're in. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's do it. Let's make magic. <laughs> we're in, comma, oh let's God. make magic. Oh, my God. All right. Well, Lord knows what can come from here. Oh, yeah. A quick shout out to uh, the East Enders U12 AA team, uh, coached by Tanya. Yes. And uh, Barrett's, Barrett's team. They made the uh, city final this past weekend. They won the East final against Lee Side, and there was a celebrity in the crowd watching the game. Uh, Drake came to uh, see the boys play, which is pretty cool. Wow. Nice. There was a kid, a kid on the Lee Side, his uh, dad's his chiropractor. And, oh, nice. Uh, so we came, but uh, pretty cool of Drake to show up for his buddy's cool. uh, kid's hockey game. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Uh, Did he see you and say, hey, Puffy, I saw I saw Jimmy we, and I saw Jimmy and Turks. Well, weird. it was funny because Tanya went to the Leaf game that night and Drake was there as well. Wait, just and, quiet, uh, quiet again for a second. <laughs> I was going to say, hold on, hold on, the hold on. chainsaw's <laughs> going. What is going on? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's take it. Hold on, it's we were shocked. My surprise face. Who is that? Gee, I wonder. Wonder where the noise is coming from. <laughs> Just turn it on for a second. I want to hear it. I'm Just everybody be quiet. Everybody Jason be quiet. Turn it on. <laughs> okay, it's gone a little quiet. That's a little All right, so uh, congratulate. Uh, so Drake was there. Uh, Tanya Drake, put Drake on a said. coaching performance. Yeah, so when's the final? When's the uh, final? They, they lost the next day, the, the city. Oh. They, they won the East final, and then they lost the city final. Oh, but still. But great season. 
But um, do you think that Drake would have recognized Tanya if she had seen him at the Leaf game? What? Because if she, she saw him at the Leaf game after, you're saying? Yeah, the, the Leaf game that night. If he was in a suite two down from her. And if she said to him, hey, I, I was, I, I, thanks for coming to the game today. Do you think he would have recognized him? Maybe no. if she name-dropped Jimmy who from no. when they hung at Turks. No. I think she because she's there's not too many women coaching. Yeah, and mm. and he he would have noticed that maybe. she was coaching. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. So. Plus, Drake has an eye for the ladies. Tanya's a beautiful he lady. Does. He so. does. He does. Yeah. Well, anyway, congratulations. That's a, a does that that, yeah, that help mutes the pain of your Leafs losing? Would you say? Oh yeah. I mean, I said I would rather the Tie Cats win than the Leafs any day. Oh. They don't bring the tr- they don't bring the Stanley Cup to my house. <laughs> oh, sorry. So when the kids win like one of those trophies, do they, uh, they all get a day with it? Yeah, we usually send Just take, take it to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone everyone root beer in it. <laughs> they just go wild. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Noise is starting on Lester again. The chains, chainsaw was fired up. Uh, we'll let the crew get back to fixing Lester's yard. And yeah. uh, was that it for listener mail? Now that's it for Lester, name, Lester Mail. We just want to know what Lester's getting done next week. We'll prepare for it. Uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, get, get a new penis. Getting a new penis on the arm here. <laughs> start, start the drilling in the humerus. Uh, that's a penis wielding machine. Thanks for listening. Uh, good luck to everybody in the Platinum League. And uh, yes. we'll, we'll see you next week on the Rubber Boots Podcast. Brought to you by BetSafe.net and TaylorMade. Bye, guys. How are ya? I got a question that I really wanna ask ya. Wait. Don't hang up. I need to know so I'm gonna try and push my luck. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your wobble boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank at the fair? I know it's a little strange. My obsession with your choice of footwear in the rain. I know that you're on TV. But I need you to put your boots up on the desk for me Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank? At the fair This is the part they call the bridge a bridge has water under it With rubber boots you can wade in the water Just don't fall in Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like a dunk tank? At the fair Take, 
Anyone?